Okay, so Trent asks, serious question, who do you go to when HR is the problem? I'm going to handball this one to you, Sarah. (laughs) Oh, Okay, I think this is if HR is the problem, but also some of these are just in general. Make notes, document things. It's something that we tell to managers and it's also something I would tell to employees as well. You make everyone's life easier if something has to get formal in the future, if you've got notes and records of things. So even just, you know, emailing yourself something of like, hey, I witnessed this today, I saw this, this happened, whatever you've got, a note of what time phone conversations happened, things like that, can be really helpful. Who else was there, etc. That can help you in the future. And even if you don't want to do anything about it now, Maybe you could just document to feel like, okay, if this gets worse, maybe I've got an option. Have you like told people to do that or seen that happen before? Yeah, I think you're spot on around taking notes. It depends on the team dynamic. Like if there's a few people in HR, maybe Mm. finding a different person. Yeah. So if you've got a particular HR business partner that's allocated to your business unit or whatever and they're the problem, well then how do you find a way around that problem? There should be someone else you can go to. Their boss or something. Their boss, that's right. If that's not the case and it's just a single person or a really Mm. small team and all of them, you don't trust any of them or you've seen there's been evidence to suggest that they're not helpful, then what I want you to do is go up higher. So maybe you talk to an executive, maybe you talk to... if it's exactly what I said too. Yeah, that's a really good way to do it. There are other avenues where you can raise the concerns. So just going to some senior leaders within the business to talk it through can be really helpful. And if you need to formalise it, put it in writing, send an email. Um, that can go to your one-up manager, the director, the CEO, the general manager, whoever that is, someone senior. It doesn't have to be to HR in order for it to count as a formal complaint. And once that's documented, if you're retaliated against or someone comes after you or something happens as a result of that complaint, you've got it like written down that you did that first, that you raised this issue and then as a result someone said, oh, you know, we need to restructure your area or something like that. So, yeah, it doesn't matter who that's to outside of HR. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's a really good point around making sure you've documented it as that way of protecting yourself. The other thing I think in there is you you don't know what's come before you. So I'm envisioning, let's say there's a really toxic HR team in the business and Mm. maybe the senior leaders think it's a problem and they've had three verbal complaints or or not even complaints. They've just had whispering around the organisation of, oh, they're not good, they're not effective, blah, blah, blah. And you raising it could be the catalyst to actually remove the toxic person. Totally. Totally. make the change. Don't underestimate the impact that you can make. Even like in an engagement survey, like an employee survey, 
I know people sometimes feel like nothing happens off the back of that. Big things I've seen change off the back of those surveys. People's opinions flip on who's getting promoted, what the succession plan's like because of the feedback that people put in. It makes a difference. And I love that you've brought up surveys because I see a lot of people feel really hesitant to share openly in those surveys because mm. there's a, and I think there's sometimes that genuine fear of will they track who's saying what? Yeah. And yeah. so I wonder, <laughs> for me, I've run so many engagement and culture surveys mm. in my time and honestly I can't tell you how complicated and how time-consuming it would be to figure that out. And in most cases, it's impossible to work out who said what. Unless you've identified yourself. That's the only way that I've seen people go, oh, well, in in this location, the admin team, something or other, and you're like, okay, well, there's only two of you in the admin team. So like <laughs> you, like they did it themselves. But uh, it's one of those things where you just, you can't say it enough that it's anonymous. And that I know people aren't going to believe me, but it is. And I don't know what else we can do <laughs> to say that it's anonymous. But Just give it a chance. It's anonymous. And the other thing is use that tool as your opportunity to help bring about change. Because again, you could be one of 50 people saying the same thing and all of a sudden it's like, boom, we need to make a big change. We've got big problems here. Yeah. Yep. And keep your responses if you need to out of the comment section. And if you feel more comfortable doing it that way and just putting the truth in your rating scales, great. That's still helpful. <laughs> 